0: Hey, this is Kalen Bellage for the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast, coming to you from pristineauction.com studios with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright.
1: Oh, welcome in. Welcome in, welcome in, one it's and all. It's waiver time. Hey. Hey. It's not every day. Well, it shouldn't be any day, really. That but y- it's not every day you get to use a Kalen Bellage show S- intro. Straight from the
2: the laboratory? Yeah, that Kalen Bellage sound clip. It's like we ambushed him
0: in the bathroom and said, hey, Kalen. Uh I know it's terrible audio is very
1: echoey in here but mind giving us a sound bite. Yeah, we ran into him at the local fair. He was in the porta potty. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a delight. Um <laughs> where his yards per carry was as well. Oh, mm. oh, All right, welcome oh. in. Tuesday, November 5th. It's Waiver Day. It's a very important Waiver Day. There are a lot of interesting names to bring up. Cam Bolage is one of them. Blow pow. Blow pow. This time it's personal. <laughs> for Bilal? <laughs> Somehow still around. A lot of decisions to be made. It's by apocalypse. There are a number of teams on buy. I know Jason's League of Record roster needs about 14 players this oh week. Oh my
0: goodness. And so we'll talk a little bit later. The importance this week is monumental for most every team out there. Because if you have buys, if your opponent has buys, taking a look. and And not just who do you pick up, but who do you drop? This is a week where... I mean, I, I have m- more players on by than roster spots I need to fill that I don't want to drop. <clears throat> by math, I have to drop someone I don't want to. <laughs> and obviously, it's, hu- it's hurting me head to toe.
2: What is wrong with you? The uh, doctors don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you might get one of those sweet, like the self-named disease. Oh, like a, the the Jason, J- the Jason Moore disease?
1: Wow, that's you real. you thought ri- about that? I've already original. got the drink. I mean, <laughs> let's let's get the disease. Do you still order the Jason Moore, the uh, half uh, lemonade, half Sprite? Of course I do. It's delicious. It's fresh. He stopped once he couldn't get America to get on board. with it. I want to say congratulations to Adam Adam T. Ooh. Winner of the signed Saquon Barkley jersey giveaway from Pristine Auction. We just uh, finished that giveaway up. We're going to pick out some new fun stuff and give it away all over again. Uh, well, not the same stuff. Like, we don't just take it back and then re it Adam, we're going to need that jersey <laughs> back. <laughs> you can have it for two days. That's right. Uh, reminder, head over to jointhefoot.com. That's our fantasy football community. We've just added a target share report, a market share report, a red zone report, and then the stream finder tool. Some new premium tools, reports for the Foot Clan. That's on top of all the other perks you get for supporting the podcast, including access to Foot Clan leagues. You get our extra episode every week. Uh, So head over there, jointhefoot.com. And the website's thefantasyfootballers.com for the start-sit tool. Monday night football took place last night the game was closer than the final score 37 to 18 is where it ended up I saw the win probability chart of the Dallas Cowboys and from the moment the black cat ran onto the field uh, they it was ascendant yeah Ooh. it was
0: it was it's a I've seen the same chart it was like they had a low probability of winning the game the black cat comes and it's just straight to the moon how does a cat? Just
2: I wonder the same get thing. Get into a stadium. Someone has to bring him, right? They have to. That's not a cat. Like what's the probability that there was a, a cat, a street cat, right? The tomcat. Oh, everybody's just, going in nest. Just out there somehow gets into the stadium, then finds its way through a whole bunch of tunnels and doors
1: and manages to get on the field. So you think that there was a person that thought, "Hey, forget the the, the streaking thing. That's too risky." We're gonna have the. We're gonna drop the cat onto the field. But you
0: get a cat? They check your bags. Like, is this under?
1: Is this an under the
2: shirt situation? Do they sell cats at concessions? I don't know what
1: happens there, so. but either way, that cat getting on the field is un- very unbelievable. Very entertaining. Uh, we managed to piece together a League One victory. Oh my! Goodness. On the back of Amari Cooper returning from injury, which was kind of nice. Daniel Jones was the leading rusher for the New York football Giants last night. Not Saquon Barkley. Saquon had the worst game of his uh, career on the ground, I think. 14 for 28, and then 6, through 60, uh, six for 67 through the air to kind of uh, salvage his night. Which
0: he had a 65-yard reception. So 6 for 67 means he had an incredibly inefficient night the except for of it, one play. except for one play.
1: Uh, Jason Witten continues to own the New York Giants, 8 for 58. Amari Cooper, 4 for 80 and a touchdown. Jarwin got into the end zone. Zeke was handed the ball 23 times for 139 yards. We're still waiting for some positive regression uh, touchdown-wise for Zeke.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, of course, we saw this. We, we've seen this before uh, last year where he – I think last year he was the year where he had – uh, fewer touchdowns than the yardage implied, yeah. but he's he's gotten in the the pay dirt this season. Dak got off to a really
2: slow start. It was a, such a strange game plan, I thought.
1: Where pick him apart with Jason Witten on with, Monday with night with Witten
2: and Cobb. I mean, it was really bizarre. And meanwhile, you gave the ball to Zeke, and he's getting four to five yards every single time. I'm I'm all about beat you know, being pass friendly, but why are you throwing to Witten and Cobb? and not using Zeke or Cooper. It was it was very strange but they got the W.
1: I do think the Giants have a quarterback. I really do. I think that they they should be excited about Daniel Jones. He makes mistakes, he does the rookie thing, but we've got we've got enough tape on him, some of these throws that he's made. I like the fact that he's willing to drive the ball downfield even though wasn't Peyton
2: Manning a 1 to 1 touchdown interception ratio his first year. Yeah, he, had a he was ter- a, like a turnover machine. Correct. He had a terrible interception ratio his rookie year. You heard
1: it here first, Mike has uh, not, proclaimed that Peyton Not Manning what I'm doing. I'm just reminding, exact same reminding people did. that Dan-
2: even Hall of Famers can have a bad rookie year.
0: Yeah, and 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 Daniel Jones doesn't look like he tilts when right. when those bad situations happen. He doesn't look like Sam Darnold. You know what I mean? Like so far he's had some he's had some bad moments, and I feel like he just stays calm, cool, collected, goes on to the next play. It's it's a good uh you know, characteristic for a quarterback.
1: It helps for fantasy owners when you think about streaming Daniel Jones in the future, that he's willing to pull the ball down and run as well. Six for fifty-four on the ground. Let's talk news. News and notes from around the league. Presented by Sleeper. All right, Preston Williams tore his ACL. He will miss Uh, the remainder of the season. Unfortunate. He was a bright spot on an otherwise not bright season for the Dolphins. Uh, Mark Walton was suspended for four games. This was, unless something's changed since the last time I saw the report, this was directly uh, correlated to the arrest in the offseason, not a new offense. So he will miss four games. And we will once again be staring down the barrel of Kalen Balash. Yep. <laughs> and uh, updated news. This is kind of a big story. We'll talk more about it in the waiver uh, section, but Lev Bell underwent an oh. MRI. The Jets signed Josh Adams off their practice squad. However, according to Adam Schefter, as of a couple of minutes before this recording, it is not because of Lev Bell's knee injury. Per source, Bell is in one word, good. So, could be Ty Montgomery's situation possible? Not, not likely though. I mean, he he hasn't had a carry in two weeks. I think Bilal Powell's had carries over the last two weeks. I was going to simply say why, maybe why debate who it is, because it's not a really high, it's not a good situation for any of them.
2: No, you you still need to be at least on red alert here, not red, orange, orange alert here for Le'Veon Bell. You should be paying attention, but to say they added him off the practice squad to block another team from adding him. Like people were scrambling this week that we got to get Josh Adams.
1: Well, Ty Montgomery limped off the field. Maybe it's related to that as well. Availability of time Montgomery.
2: Yeah. I mean, I,
0: I think that that would make a lot more sense. Time Montgomery is still out there on special teams. Uh, you know, if Josh Adams is replacing him there, that ma- that makes sense.
1: So we're kind of looking at you know, you get desperate. Bipocalypse. Kalen Bilalge, all of a sudden the number one guy in Miami. Yeah. And then you look at Bilal Powell and LeBell's situation. You have to monitor it a little bit. I'd obviously personally rather spend my Fab on Bilalge because it's known, but not without feeling sincere pain in my body while I do if it. you knew that Le'Veon Bell was going to miss this week I would still probably roll Belange hmm. I yeah. would rather have Powell
2: yeah if I knew Lev was out I would rather have Powell the 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 rookie in Miami I think he's worth whatever we're getting ahead of ourselves
1: OJ Howard ready to roll for week 10 according to Bruce Arians Bruce Arians also came out and publicly proclaimed Ronald Jones has earned the right to start and play more snaps said Peyton Barber, you didn't do anything wrong. You're just Peyton Barber.
0: <laughs> well, and we talked about this early in the offseason. It's off not season.
1: you. It's, it's you. you.
2: <laughs> right.
0: It's, it's not it's yeah. not me, it's you. <laughs> so, yeah, you you're 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 fine. You're vanilla and we want some mint chocolate chip. So, this is great news though because I like that. Yeah, Yeah. Um, Ronald Jones has looked like the better running back. He actually looked decent this last week, but it's been very difficult to trust the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You don't know what they have what they were going to do because it's changed so many times. So having Arians come out and actually declare, look, we're going to go I forward. I do declare. I do declare. Ronald Jones. Mr. Jones, <laughs> you're going to get the ball. Oh, it's hot in here. Um so it's it's just really nice for fantasy owners. You know, if if Ronald Jones is on waivers, um, you know, that's that's
1: great. If Peyton Barber isn't, should be. Yeah, and it it's just the eyeball test. I mean, Ronald Jones has made a step forward in his career this year. He added some weight, he looks more explosive, he can break arm tackles, (laughs) which he couldn't do last year. And so it is nice to get that confidence boost. Jacoby Brissett has a chance to play this week against the Dolphins. Hmm. If you are the Colts, you're probably facing a tough – I mean, it's a tough decision here, right? You just lost last week. You could have won the game, but you just lost. You're in a competitive division, and you're facing the Dolphins. You might think, hey, I can get by with Brian Hoyer. You can. But, you know, I wouldn't take it for granted if I were them. If Jacoby can play, he will play. That's all. I don't think
2: they will do the we'll, – we'll rest him. We'll we'll take our chance with Brian Hoyer. They're,
1: they're in the thick of it. They need to win. Paris Campbell fractured his hand. We'll miss some time. Kareem Hunt, let's talk about him for a second. Browns coach Freddie Kitchens said Kareem Hunt will definitely have a role in his debut. Week 10 against the Bills coming up. What, where are you at with the backfield situation on a very maligned Browns offense?
0: I mean, you're still going to start Nick Chubb. I think he's going to be the primary ball carrier there. I do expect him to seed some work. He's going to lose four or five touches a game, and possibly more than that. But you're still going to start Chubb, and, and I think he's going to be great. The question is more so on the side of Kareem Hunt. Obviously, this coming out, he's going to be involved. He's going to have a, quote, role. Which can be anything. Um, it's it's dicey. It's a dicey proposition to start Cream Hunt Week One. But with this, I mean, I, I I've looked at the leagues that I'm in. There are so many rosters where you are saying I gotta. I don't have a running back on my roster because of these bye weeks. I've got to go to waivers, pick someone up that's widely available, and start him this week. And it's like okay, Bilal Powell. Let's say Love Bell is is gone, and so now it's Powell and Josh Adams, and maybe Ty Montgomery for the Jets. Kareem
2: Hunt it can have just as good a game. He's a talented back. More opportunities than Dontrell Hilliard, Jason, and he had seven opportunities, five carries,
1: and two targets against Denver. You're saying Hilliard did? That's what Hilliard had. So do you? Yeah, do I was project- going to bring that up. He had seven touches. <laughs> I think Hunt has ten to twelve. Yeah, and, do you and, agree with that yeah I, I that's how I lean
0: yeah I, I think I think kareem hunt gets 10 opportunities this game and that's for a guy with his talent that can be enough now obviously the Browns have been on the wrong side of the the field more often than not and you know the scoring opportunities might not be there for him you'll be disappointed if uh, you know you get 10 you know you get seven carries and three targets and nowhere near the goal line uh but but he is talented.
1: I, I'm just laughing over here because reportedly you guys talked about them blocking someone from signing Josh Adams. Well, it, uh, perhaps it's the dolphins, right? They just lost Mark Walton for four games. I'm just picturing, you know, you've got the bills and the Patriots here painting beautiful pictures on the canvas <laughs> at the top of the division. And here the, the dolphins and jets are just flinging Fing- finger paints finger at paint each thing? other. I, made I a mean, Turkey, I I kept, <laughs> I kept I kept Josh Adams from you, Miami. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we talking about here? And yeah. did
2: we mention the Deshaun Jackson news? We have not. Okay. Deshaun Jackson is having surgery to repair a core muscle injury. Uh, I doubt that he plays again the rest of the season.
0: This was your fear, Andy. You said this uh, what six it was, weeks ago. Yeah, it was week I mean, three or four. As soon as it changed from a groin to an abdomen injury, you were worried that he was going to end up needing this. And uh, I should have listened to you.
1: Well, they, yeah, instead of trading for him from me? Yeah. Yeah, that was great for me. Uh, the, the thing is, is, this is a four- to six-week recovery timeline. So had the team, you know, we don't know the details. I am not going to presume upon their medical staff. I, you know, Deshaun Jackson could have very well told the team, I'm on the way back, and what do you do? You're not going to force a guy into surgery. But had you gotten surgery... You will s- get surgery
2: and you will like it. Yeah,
1: six or seven weeks ago... He's back right now, and he's healthy. Mistakes and, are made, And that is, you know, unfortunate for this team. Maybe, you know, they make the playoffs. Maybe Deshaun Jackson makes an appearance, but it's not going to help your fantasy team. And then uh, by popular request. Mediocre signing of the week. The Panthers have claimed wide receiver Dante Moncrief.
2: Moncrief was dropped over the weekend by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, I mean, this means that the Panthers took a look at Josh Gordon and said, nah, we're going after Dante.
0: Mm.
1: Great. (laughs) Does it – I mean, the drop matters more than the signing. Yeah, The signing doesn't matter. The drop matters a little bit in as much as – look, Deontay Johnson further cementing his role and – I guess, James Washington with the rapport with Mason Rudolph. There you go. Yep. That's it. News and Notes is always brought to you by the Sleeper app. You can download it for the latest fantasy football news.
0: Yeah, and before we get into the all-important <laughs> bipocalypse waivers section, look, men, losing your hair, it can be... Uh, well, devastating. I can un—I can understand. Regardless when it happens, it's total crisis mode. But look, you're no less of a man if you don't have hair, and you're no less of a man if you're concerned about hair loss. And anyone that wants to keep your hair? Well, look, Roman makes it easy to treat hair loss without ever leaving your house. Roman can connect you with a U.S.-licensed physician, for a free online evaluation and see what treatment options are best for you. They have FDA-approved over-the-counter prescription options. If the doctor decides that it's appropriate for you, Roman will deliver it right to your door in discreet packaging with free two-day shipping. Go to GetRoman.com slash footballers to start your free online visit. Roman gets members started for free with an online visit and free two-day shipping. GetRoman.com slash footballers. That's GetRoman.com slash footballers for a free visit to get started. GetRoman.com slash footballers.
1: Put me in, coach. All right. The Falcons, Bengals, Rams, and Saints are coming on back. Returning from the bye. This week, six teams, Broncos, Texans, Jags, Patriots, Eagles, Redskins. Again, I do not understand – the scheduling.
2: Why do we have these weeks when two teams are resting? Two teams are on bye, and it's I mean, right at the very beginning of the season, and they're like, okay, well, we're gonna put six teams on by this week. Yeah, like, I mean what is the rationale I, here? I don't think they're I don't think they're considering fantasy
1: football enough in the schedule
0: making process. That's what I believe. I'm just, just certainly not
1: seeing it. They're inconveniencing Mike in a severe way.
2: It's just bizarre.
1: Hey, Raj. You Raj? We, we know you're listening. Okay. You call him Raj?
0: Yeah, me and him. You know, Wow, you're close. I got you're two requests. Okay, sign that new CBA and let's uh, fix the scheduling, okay? Uh,
1: thank you. Yeah, I'm glad, glad you and Raj are in, on a short first name basis. Yeah, <laughs> Is I'm that what it's called? You're it's just Jay. No, that makes sense. Uh, big time waiver episode. Brooks had the question before the show. Um, you're feeling better today, right, Brooks? Can you speak? Are you... Oh, yeah. Oh, he's ready to go. Much yes. better. Yeah. Yesterday, a uh, little under the weather, still fought through it, and then 100% today, maybe 200%. But you brought it up. You said, are there special waiver tips in mind with so many fantasy football teams missing studs, right? You you roll the dice. Your fantasy schedule's out there. I have my opponent this week is only missing one person. It's not even a person. It's a, it's a team. It's the Patriots' defense. Oh! So I don't have to face the Patriots' defense this week. But for a lot of opponents, you know, you have three or four pieces missing. I've got like three or four guys out. How much are you considering your opponent's needs on the waiver wire this week? I mean, that's a rare thing for us to do. You're not going to go fill your roster with, you know, this is that that age-old, do I grab all, my, all the handcuffs of my opponents and fill my bench with them? But this is kind of an interesting week where if you pick up a certain player, your opponent certainly can't. It's the old keep Josh Adams away from the (laughs) Dolphins trick. Yeah, the age-old, time-tested, proven uh,
0: keep Josh Adams away trick. I would be giving
1: Josh Adams to my opponent, but very Uh, well.
0: Yeah, the the reality is it's so different for every team, right? Like my opponent this week has nobody on by. Uh, My opponent's opponent. Has everybody on by this week? Hmm. Um, Is that that, you? That would be me. (laughs) It took me a second. But, you know, this is – you might not be able to block, right? The rules are care about your team first. Build your team the best you can. But this is a week where you want to take a peek ski at your opponent because if it just so happens that they have a position of need where they don't have someone to start and there's a clear waiver add, then, yeah, you make that block.
1: All right. So let's talk about the wide receiver position. Probably owned but worth checking on is Mohamed Sanu. Now the Patriots are on bye. So this may be a situation where you check once today and you check twice tomorrow. Because if you are in a bi situation, Jason just talked about it, he needs more guys than he can even drop. Some teams may be backed into dropping Mohamed Sanu simply because of the bye week. If you don't have bye week problems, then tomorrow is going to be an awesome
0: day for it's you to drop it like it, drop it like it's hot. There will be so many players that should not be dropped that will be dropped. And if you are if you've got a good record and you know you're you're not in by pot clips, look at those players. My uh, you know, our situation, Brooks and I's team, we have to drop. We we've got four players on by Wentz, Ertz, Terry McLaurin, and Royce Freeman. We need I don't want to drop any of them, but we factually have to if we want to you know, field a roster. So one of those guys is going to be hitting waivers and that's going to happen throughout tons of
1: leagues and several teams per league. So Muhammad Sanu, Keep an eye on him. 10 for 81 and a touchdown on 14 targets played a hundred percent of snaps. They need him. That's why they traded a high draft pick for him. And he uh, has shown up. It's a team with a great offense. So keep an eye on him. But if you look at main waiver wire pickups for this upcoming week, they're actually not bad at the wide receiver position. No, they're interesting for sure. Uh, Devontae Parker is near the top of my list. If if James, I guess Jamison Crowder would be number one for me. 54% owned, but obviously has a rapport with Sam Darnold. Gets to play the Giants. The matchup is great. Should be peppered with targets. So I think Jamison Crowder is at the top of my list. But Devontae Parker is going to have a very defined, significant role as long as Ryan Fitzpatrick is the quarterback four for 71 uh sorry four for 57 and a touchdown last week he has scored a touchdown in four of the past five games Preston Williams is out yes yes and so beyond those two Zach Pascal would be the other guy to be brought up five for 76 and a touchdown on six targets you know T.Y. Hilton's not going to be back for a little while and they have Miami
0: yeah Paris Campbell broke his hand T.Y. Hilton is out Miami, uh, Zach Pascal is a perfect guy that's widely available in the majority of leagues, and you can pick him up and start him. You know, if you're in, I mean, that's the situation we're talking about for waivers today. Is not you know stashing Mohamed Sanu yet, but for this day, it's who are you playing? Which matchup this week? Because I think that's the situation most common is people that need a start this week. Like Jamison Crowder is great because of the matchup. Devontae Parker is great because of the air yards, but doesn't have the best matchup in that indie game. Who would you rather play this week? Devontae Parker at Indy
1: or on the other side of the field, Zach Pascal. I lean Parker myself. Mike, where are you at? That I think it's Parker,
2: but it's it's very, very close. I mean, but I but I also agree that Crowder would be my number one. I, I would be willing to receiver. pivot
1: the Pascal direction if Brissett is there. It makes okay. a big difference to me. I know you kind of feel confident either way with Hoyer. I would like to see Brissett back out there. Uh, Crowder is at the top of the list. Other options, though. The number four on this list for me is going to be
2: Josh Reynolds. Uh, I, we didn't talk about Brandon Cooks, but Brandon Cooks, is, with uh, he saw a concussion specialist yesterday. We heard it was a positive visit. And then today, the, the news is coming out, there's really no timetable for Brandon Cooks to come back he has a large history of concussion problems, so I'm expecting him to... Uh, he'll miss this week. I think it, it could turn into a multi-week absence, but he's going to miss this week. That means it's Josh Reynolds' time. He gets to take on Pittsburgh. Not the best matchup, but he will be on the field. Last uh, or In week eight, he was three for 73 with a touchdown on eight targets, so he was the guy when, when Brandon Cooks went down. And we've seen Josh Reynolds fill in you know, admirably over in the past when the Rams lose a wide receiver. So he's he's not at the top. Those I like those other three guys better, but perhaps you are down in the waiver line and Josh Reynolds is, a, is an okay consolation prize. All
0: right, so here's a, a question. Two guys that are benefiting from injuries to other wide receivers on their team, would you rather have Josh Reynolds or Chester Rogers? You know, we talk up Zach Pascal, he he was on the field far more often, 90 plus percent of snaps, was uh, the main guy, but Chester Rogers also very involved with Paris Campbell and T.Y. Hilton going out. For the Colts, those, who would you rather start if you had to pick one of those two guys up for this week?
2: I would rather play Reynolds, I just think his opportunity is a little bit better, he actually has a, he's Jared Goff, and also for Chester Rogers, it ain't easy being cheesy.
1: Oh, I get it. That's pretty. Mm, that's okay. all right. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind that. No, three for board. twenty-two and a touchdown last week. Uh, I am with Mike on that, though. Josh Reynolds. So, because Reynolds. it's difficult. Yeah,
0: being cheesy. That's it's not it's not easy. No, so you go Josh Reynolds. Yeah,
2: might be easier. Yes, okay. <laughs> I get Solid. it. Solid. You ever tried to catch the ball with
1: the Cheeto dust on your fingertips? Very difficult. Very. Mm. He has though. Unfortunately, <laughs> he has tried that. <laughs> so. It's a whole nother discussion.
0: Throw me the ball. All right. Now you <laughs> <Saul> have <Trump>. – <laughs> You've also got the the Tennessee duo of wide receivers who have uh, been terrible in the sense that you, you're not picking the right weeks. You know what I mean? Like they've had great weeks. They've had good enough weeks where they say, start me. It's you want to put me in your lineup. And it's then you the do. the same
1: old story. They, they've told this tale – to their children's children for years. I mean, this is the same storybook for is it going to be Brown or maybe Davis will have a week every four times. And then, oh, Jonu, hey, oh, goodbye, Jonu. And, you know, you're right. It's Kansas City. Sure.
2: To be fair, A.J. Brown, I don't know what his actual finishes on the week compared to other wide receivers, but since Ryan Tannehill has been in, six for 64, two for 11, but he had the touchdown, and then this past week it was four for 81.
1: Well, I, mean, I think you can. So if if I have to pick one, I'm going with AJ Brown. You can teeter on the edge uh, and play either of these guys, but you're you're right. AJ Brown has a little bit more, I think, consistency to him. Are you thinking about Josh Gordon as a start in any capacity this week against San Francisco? Not, no. I mean, not really. I want to pick him up, but I don't want to play him. So
0: would you? So let's say you need a start, okay. I do. A, I do, Jason. You need to start and Josh Gordon and AJ Brown are out there. Brown. You you'd, you'd yes. rather have even this even considering the season long aspect of maybe Gordon
2: coming on strong. If if I'm picking up a player to start this weekend, like that's that means this, this is really important. This weekend's important. I have to win. I got
1: to get points. I'll figure out next week next week. Cole Beasley has scored a touchdown in three straight games. They play Cleveland. He's another spot start candidate. He had 2 targets in this past game he did, but he has been productive for fantasy. How about
0: How about Russell Gage? <laughs> no, I, so, I mean, 9 but, targets against Seattle. That's the Atlanta wide receiver who now that Mohamed Sanu is gone has right. kind of stepped into that role. Any Can I Can I interest you in not,
1: any Russell not Gage? Not really, no. No. I'll, I'll pass. He's somewhat
0: interesting to me.
1: Am I dumb for that? No, but uh, in look, deeper leagues he is interesting. We just played. I mean, you're playing roulette there too, and you're you're dealing with Hooper, Ridley, Julio. Yeah. Fourth option. Atlanta wide receivers are. You know, it's not like Sanu didn't have good games too. I, I guess I'm just not excited. I'm sorry. Did
0: I'm gonna look up Justin Hardy? I'm just curious. Uh, how that broke down. Just, yep. Russell
2: Gage was in on 56% of the steps. Right, and Hardy was 14%. So, I don't I, know.
1: I'm actually interested in Hunter Renfro. I I believe that his, his you know, he's a rookie. He's onboarding. Uh, there are limited pass catching options in in Oakland. Derek Carr is playing great football. Two consecutive weeks for Hunter Renfro. Uh, he's got the Thursday night game. He's 6 for 54 and a touchdown last week and had the monster breakout game the week before. He's also two percent owned, so when I'm looking for a spot start, he's a he's near the top of my list of the non-owned guys. I really, I really
0: no, I I I like Hunter Renfro. I think he's a talented player, and you know he's he's meshing with this team. The only issue I have in the spot start nature is I I just don't love the matchup against the Chargers, who have been pretty good against the pass um, in general this year. So if I'm looking for a start this week. I think he'd be a little bit lower down on my list.
1: Mike, are you starting Hunter Renfro or A.J. Brown? Ooh,
2: that's a great question.
1: Uh, I think I would start Brown. I would as well. Yeah. Um, Any other names that you want to bring up a wide receiver? I, I've, I've exhausted the names I care about. Yeah. Okay. Running backs, Jalen Samuels probably owned. If he's not, he caught 13 passes. On 13 targets. This is very much like the uh, Austin Eckler game of three or four weeks ago. Where (laughs) Yes, it is. What do you guys think of Mason Rudolph? I think he stinks. I mean,
0: I think he objectively has been terrible.
1: Sometimes. I think he's okay. Young players don't show the deer in the headlights glances. He is very overt with them. He's shaky. But then he has you know he has like a solid quarter or two and this team's won three straight games. So Yeah,
2: Yeah, I I think he's okay. Jalen Samuels, you gotta peek and see if he's there, especially if you're in a half or full point PPR. I get it. He's probably not there. It also gives me higher confidence for James Conner when he actually comes back when when Jalen Samuels is putting up eight for ten on the ground and they're throwing guys in there like
1: Trey Edmonds to carry the ball. Well that's the name I want to bring up now is Trey Edmonds, Pittsburgh running back. Stepped in as the backup for Jalen Samuels. Really was the much better between-the-tackles runner. Well, he had uh, –
2: I'm not sure how long the run, but he had a, a – I think his first carry was like 50 yards. That'll so, work. So, yeah, he, he did – I'm not taking it away from him, but just much like Saquon's week where you look at it, that was one play. Okay, we got one play from Trey Edmonds. What is the probability that Trey Edmonds is going to give you another
1: one big play? I think the hard decision is – you know, he had 12 carries last week. This team can't put it on the shoulder of Mason Rudolph throughout the game, so splitting the work Jalen Samuels' way, Trey Edmonds' way in a game against the Rams, are you more excited with maybe getting you know 12 to 15 Kalen Bellage carries in Miami or 10 to 12 Trey Edmonds' carries on a, on a Pittsburgh offense? Oof. Because uh, you're probably, you, probably going to have to pay fab for Kalen Bellage, which will, again, bring tremendous physical pain. Yes. But you won't likely have to pay as much for Trey Edmonds, and I'm just wondering if there's not very much of a difference in the output. Yeah, I, I think I lean the Kalen Ballage way. I will say it's
2: – yeah, we saw Trey Edmonds get the 12 carries this past week, but will it will it really shake out that way? And the same thing goes for Miami. I know he has been inactive basically the entire year, but this team drafted Miles Gaskin. They – did not draft Calen Bellage They tried their best to make him their starting running back. It just he would never seize the opportunity. I think Miles Gaskin is a good pickup to to wait and see. I'm not starting Miles Gaskin, but what I'm saying is it won't shock me to see it be 50 50 with Belage and Gaskin or even have Gaskin be slightly ahead of him in touches
0: yeah they've they've already seen Bellage stink all year I mean the the issue here is the Dolphins in I don't want to pay money on Bellage over the course of the season you've had uh, Belage with his opportunities Drake with his opportunities and um, Walton with his opportunities the highest running back finish on any week for any of these guys. Was Kenyon Drake at running back twenty three. Now, if Balaj comes in and is running back twenty five, that I think that's a, a pretty good outcome. That would be great if you're struggling on the waiver wire and you yeah, get running back twenty five. I mean, it's not great, but it's it's serviceable. But that's to me, I think that's the highest outcome for him. So I'm not. If he's going to cost money, if people are bidding up on Kalen Balaj, I'll I'll throw a five dollar bid out there or under. Um, or a $0 bid in case nobody grabs him. I just don't want to spend my fab money on a guy that I think is going to uh, – you know, I haven't been a fan of him in general. Sure.
2: Okay, Kalen Balage or a few weeks ago, the waiver wire darling of that time, Ty Johnson for
1: Detroit. Ah, uh, man. I lean Belange. I yeah. would, too. The, the matchup for Stafford and the Lions is against Chicago, which I think caps a little bit of upside, not a lot of work for Ty. I lean that direction. All right. Um, amazingly, incredibly, I mean, we should have brought Ronald Jones up at the top probably. but He's only 40%? Yeah, and I verified that in ESPN wow. just now before I brought him up because it shocked me. But Ronald Jones would really be – Yes, your best case scenario at running back. He would this be the week.
2: top top claim. Yes, he
0: is the number one claim. In fact, I would I would argue that he would be the claim over Jalen Samuels, even though Jalen Samuels might be a better spot start for one week, and that's debatable,
2: right? But Ronald even, Jones gets Arizona,
0: so that's super debatable. <laughs> but you know, this is Ronald Jones taking over. He's
1: he's the number one running back pickup for sure. All right, other names: Kareem Hunt. Bilal Powell, if you believe Lev Bell has an issue, I'm not super excited about Powell. I wouldn't spend up on him. There's not a lot of open roster spots this week. There's not a lot of... Like, sometimes we come into waivers and we're like, this is not a play, this is a stash, Mike. Right. Stashing is going to be difficult for a lot of teams this week. And so, right now, we don't have a reason to believe Lev is out. So, are you signing powell at the expense of somebody else i'm he's gonna be lower on the list
2: compared to these other running backs we're talking about
0: i would imagine that more news would come out because of the josh adams signing i'm sure look new york media is usually all over this so i imagine by the end of the day we'll have more information there he would obviously skyrocket if lev is out or appears to have a serious problem uh, you know, if you don't hear that he's got a problem, then he's going to be much lower on my list. I'm focused on uh, Ronald Jones, Trey Edmonds, obviously Samuels, uh, Kalen Balaj, and uh, I would throw Kareem Hunt's name into that mix yep. of guys I'm looking to pick up.
2: And if you don't have to use the roster spot this week, holding a player who's on your bye week and picking someone up for the weekend, you need to get the handcuffs. Like, if you're if you're good, let's say you're Jason's opponent, and maybe I'm going to try and block Jason from picking up a guy. i prob- maybe not because you have many targets you can go after. But I'm throwing Madison on my bench, Pollard, Gus Edwards, Rashad Penny, Reichwell Armstead. I know we've been saying this you know for a few weeks, but I'm serious. This is the time. If you, I, I'm not picking up, if I don't have to play him right now, I'm not picking up. Ty Johnson. I'm not picking up these wide receivers where we've been talking about. I'm putting lotto ticket handcuffs that will explode in value if the if the starter in front of them misses time. And
0: those are the players that will especially be dropped. when waivers run tomorrow. So you drop it like it's hot. You're they're Alexander also just not owned. and Tony Pollard's right. They might be out there already, but if they're not, if people have to make waiver wires and they have to cut a handcuff this week because you know of preparation then then they'll be they'll be released it, also
1: speaking of which if you had to decide between daryl henderson and malcolm brown uh on your roster i think i'm going henderson
0: i i think i would go n- neither i mean i mean well, you're
1: talking about picking up handcuffs for this week there's no greater situation arguably than w- one in los angeles Malcolm Brown's been hurt, so I lean the Henderson side. Yeah,
0: I mean, obviously, if Malcolm Brown's still hurt, it would be Henderson. But if Malcolm Brown were 100% healthy, I assume he's still ahead of Henderson. That's why I'm saying in the nebulous situation where you don't really know, whenever there's a handcuff situation where you're not sure, is this guy the handcuff or is he not, I would rather pivot to someone I know is a handcuff is more my argument.
2: But let's say you have Gurley. If I have Gurley. Which one are you picking up?
0: Right now, Henderson, until I hear that Malcolm Brown is healthy. The last name I'll throw out, what about Naeem Hines with all the injuries to wide receivers? Is there there the opportunity that he actually – I mean, he hasn't really been heavily
1: targeted this year. Not interested myself, no.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's tough because he needs to do what you haven't seen yet this season, which is get really involved in the passing game. It could happen because of the injuries to Paris Campbell and T.Y. Hilton. Uh, it's, I mean desperate times
1: yeah I mean they're not going to line him up at wide receiver on every play right right in the absence of Hilton and and Paris so I don't think he's gonna steal steal a lot of max snaps
0: yeah like, I, I don't think he would be stealing max snaps so much as being targeted when he's in the game more because the lack of other options
1: all right shall we talk about tight ends yes I would have brought him up with your Josh Reynolds discussion if I didn't know we were going to talk about him right now but Gerald Everett Gerald Everett is going to be another beneficiary of uh, the injured Brandon Cooks I have probably slightly more confidence in Everett's involvement than I do Josh Reynolds personally Everett is 58% owned so if he's on a roster you can't sign him that's the way it works unfortunately but I'm interested in Everett as a, as a spot start uh, do you guys agree Right. Yeah,
0: he's he's a great spot start to me in the sense that you have already seen him have several very big games. Pittsburgh's defense is great and usually those really good defenses the place you need to beat them is, you know, with the tight end
2: with not your first or second option. So I think Gerald Everett's fine. The the hard thing for me with Everett is it's been you know either really hot or very cold and you have the game that was against the Cincinnati Bengals, that's a very plus matchup for really everybody, but it's it's a plus matchup for tight ends. Brandon Cooks went out right away, and you saw it, Everett's snaps go down. He only had three targets that week. So, Andy, do you make anything out of that?
1: I or are you just wiping not, that not one out? Not too much. I mean, right. I, I like that he's on the field a lot. I like that he has three top five finishes at the tight end position since week four. I just want a little upside at my tight end. That's all I'm saying. It it worries me to roll out, you know, uh, just a middling pass catching option at the position. I would like a little bit of possibility. So Everett or OJ Howard. Yeah,
2: let's talk. about OJ Howard, Howard is pretty available. He is quote ready to roll. He's playing Arizona.
0: Cameron Brate and Anthony Auclair are both pretty injured right now. I don't know if either of them suits up against Arizona. But, I mean, the way that I look at it, and and I know that it's tough. It's tough to tell anybody, hey, play O.J. Howard because he sucked all year long. But he is still an incredibly talented player. We have seen him dominate on the NFL field before. This is a team in Arizona that's terrible against tight end. And if you say, you know, O.J. Howard's going to go through the whole year without having one good game, I'd be surprised. And if I have to pick a good game, I mean, there's a lot right. of things in – Play here to say, OJ. I mean, I'll say, OJ Howard is. I'm starting him this week in replacement of Zach Ertz. I I planned that last week, so I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I think that the upside is there. Certainly, with all your waiver wire tight ends, the downside is uh, one for two or zero for zero. Um, but not everybody has the upside that OJ Howard can have.
2: All right. Well, so then. Speaking of upside, in Miami. Mike Gasicki, uh, measurable freak. One of my favorite pickups this week very high, by far. Very high draft pick. Preston Williams was the bright spot for Miami. He's gone. And Gasicki last week, six for 95. Yeah.
1: I mean, him or OJ Howard? I'm picking up. I think up, I would take Gasicki. I'm picking up Gasicki. And, and this is just what it, it comes to in week 10, guys. Do you, either, do you want to be punched in the face by OJ Howard again? Are you willing to be? <laughs> He's got a strong Are you, haymaker. He's got a strong right hook. Look, uh, Bray ran seven routes last week.
0: Yeah, the other guys were running routes ahead of him, which is where I think O.J. OJ Howard, a couple weeks back, I mean, when he had a bad week, he, he was ran running the it. number one routes in the league at tight end, which seems impossible because he wasn't targeted. Uh, that being said, so Indianapolis, the Colts, which is the matchup for Gasicki, they're 28th against tight ends so yeah it's tempting I think the way that I look at it is if you're if you're in the realm where you've just been struggling with tight ends week in week out everything sucks then Gasicki has a like I would rather have him but if I need a single spot start I'm still going OJ Howard for the upside against Arizona
1: yeah I the floor is is it's dirty with O.J. Howard. It's I, like a movie theater. I don't disagree with you that he can Sticky. have a big game. He just hasn't this year. Yes. 30th, 87th, 14th, 25th, 42nd,
0: 21st. And while a lot of things point to Gesicki being a very good play, the matchup, the the, the game last week, his measurables, um, that is literally his first good game as an NFL player. So, you know,
2: i got to pump the brakes a little there. He 50 yards week six. He's okay. actually been for ins- a tight look. He's been inside. He's been good.
1: inside the top sixteen at the position for three of the past four weeks. I there's risk. There's there's huge risk. He also plays for the Miami Dolphins. Gosicki is risky. That's right. Yeah. B for effort.
0: <laughs> B for effort. But yeah.
1: Um, but a uh, nice public attempt. I could have gone with Garisky. Yeah. Doesn't oh, be, wow. Yeah, that took a me a second, for too. effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're giving him a B and a C for effort in yeah. a five-minute span. Um, Chris Herndon. Are we under? <laughs> Chris Herndon does have a matchup with the Giants this week. Kale, or I'm sorry, Ryan Griffin is running a ton of routes. Chris Herndon is chasing the dragon, man. But you can't have any confidence in him, right? Unless you have – what if you have a week of full practice? Are we on board with Chris Herndon this week? If he has a week of
0: full practice every day, then I will be starting him this week. That's that's all I'm asking. I I he, he's talented, the matchup is there.
2: We've seen a lot of these tight ends. Look, I'm going to need I'm going to need a full week of practice and I'm going to need at least some some inkling from the B-hole that Chris Erndon is going <laughs> to be out there. I don't want any inklings from the B.O. No inklings, no inkles, no winkles. No nothings. Please keep it far, far
1: away. (laughs) Yeah. No winks. No No winks at me. No (laughs) stinks. No nothing. Uh, I know some people are saying, why aren't you running after Jacob Hollister? I'm an Abercrombie guy. (laughs) No, no, you're not. (laughs) Um, But Jacob Hollister last week, four for 37 and two, uh, ran a ton of routes. Russell Wilson's a magician. I'm not chasing after him myself. He's obviously unowned in most leagues. He has San Francisco this week. Ed Dixon may be making his season debut this week. Ed Dixon could be Dixon. Red Dead Dixon. (laughs) Ed Dixon. Arthur. Mixed with Jacob Hollister. (laughs) This is crazy. Mixed with Luke Wilson. I'm not willing to take the chance myself. I mean, but you are on Ed Dixon though, right? No. No. Oh, come
0: on, man. No. I started up. Red Dead last night again. You did. Oh, you start, you're I did. starting to Not buy a sponsor. It? This is not hashtag. Not a sponsor. Still yeah, wish I, they were, but oh, they're not. Man. Uh,
2: let's just say started Dixon. Don't don't really don't don't, don't really. I'm um, at least ran the third most routes at the position. It's just a
1: one off, man. Uh, here's the deal. They is play against. It is is it's Well, I mean, you could do whatever you want at tight end. That's literally the rule of the tight end position. But I can. I mean, I'd rather go Everett. Howard, Herndon, Fells. Well, Fells is on by. Yeah. Um Kosicki for sure. Jonu Smith, if Delaney Walker's not back, which he may be. Gasicki.
0: San Francisco s- is averaging giving up four points a game to the tight end position. It's just that's not
1: where I'm gonna take take my shot. Yeah, Jacob Hollister, undrafted, measurables uh unimpressive, not saying he can't do it, you know. Real, Russell Wilson can turn. Yeah, it's just I mean, getting a piece Luke of Wilson, that offense. Luke Wilson really doesn't belong on a football team. That's the truth. But he still catches passes from Russell Wilson week to week. But if Ed Dixon's out there and you're rolling three tight ends, I guess I'm just kind of not excited. Yeah, about these other that names. Situation.
0: These other names are head and um Jonu Smith. Uh, I know he had a down game last week. A good game two weeks ago. He's Kansas City. But Delaney Walker is out of the walking boot. Is, is saying he's good to go for practice. So you're probably looking elsewhere
1: there. Yeah. Yeah, if, if Walker's out, though, I don't mind the Jonah yeah. stream. Full stream ahead. All right, quarterback streaming options on a week when you might need them. Who do you
2: got? I'll jump in here. I'm going with Ryan Tannehill. He's taken on the Kansas City Chiefs since becoming a starter. He is the quarterback 10 in points per game. He's surrounded by weapons, and if if Patrick Mahomes is back as expected, I mean, that just raises the over-under of this game. That raises the probability that, that Ryan T. will have to throw. So I think he's a fine streamer this week.
0: Yeah, for me, it's it's the guy we watched last night, Daniel Jones. Um, he's had some ups and downs to be sure. He's, he's not a perfect prospect, but you have seen monstrous games you have him being the quarterback 1, the quarterback 2 on different weeks and it's a matter of does he have the right matchup? I think the Jets are in the process of a full collapse, implosion. This game is in New York, so you know, it's technically a home game for the Jets, but you know, the it's the same right. stadium. Um and his rushing, I mean, he was the leading rusher last last night. It, it just gives him a a slightly higher baseline where I believe he can get the job done. Uh, he's not my favorite streamer. Certainly, I would prefer... I like him. I think I, he's I'm, a good I'm not, Obviously, I I'm, I'm, I'm made him my stream. I would prefer Andy's guy, but uh, he might not be available.
1: Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is my streaming quarterback candidate. The Seattle Seahawks, y- you know, if you look at our stream finder tool, we show you the amount of points they're giving up to the... The fantasy quarterback position, they've given up a top 12 performance at the position for now six straight weeks. Their game's in San Francisco. It's on Monday night. Emmanuel Sanders raises the floor for Jimmy Garoppolo for me. And so I think that Jimmy G is a great spot start if you're in the boat of, you know, you're missing out on Deshaun Watson this week, Tom Brady, Carson Wentz. These are starting quarterbacks in your league. And so Jimmy G. I have uh, a lot of confidence in. I think there are other options worth throwing out there like Derek Carr. Yes, the matchup isn't ideal against the Chargers, but Carr's been very consistent. Jason, I know you say you could do worse than Brian
0: Hoyer. I believe that Brian Hoyer will get it done for fantasy if he's the starter. I just I, I, agree. I think
1: that's the truth.
0: <laughs> And that's what you should. should And it shall
2: set you free.
0: The problem is you you can't really pick them up right now because with the report of Brissett, I mean either one, Brissett or Hoyer, but you just don't know who's going to play yet.
1: Yeah, I think I think one of the the tight ends may very well benefit from the you know you brought up Naeem Hines and we brought up Chester Rogers. I think the tight ends could be the ones that provide the safety valve for Ryan Hoyer and fill in for Hilton and and do all of that. So let's talk defenses. Defense versus offense. Presented by Head & Shoulders and Walmart. All right. Let's talk about streaming defense options heading into week 10. Mike. All right. I'll kick it off here. I'm going with Baltimore
2: against Cincinnati. I'm sure. That's a home run people uh, Baltimore is on the waiver wire because you didn't want to play them against the Patriots and and rightly so but they actually played very respectably uh, against the Patriots and now they get to take on the Cincinnati Bengals and a brand new quarterback
1: for Cincinnati Ryan Finley good luck wow yeah that's a that's a smash play right there I'll go New Orleans they face Atlanta Atlanta's coming off the bye Uh, how's Matt Ryan doing? We don't really know. But I do know that four of the last five times a a defense has been played against Atlanta, they've put up a top 12 defensive performance. I like New Orleans as well because I'm thinking about week 11. Week 11, New Orleans has Tampa. Sure. And they're mistake prone. So you kind of start looking at defenses as if you're going to have to split the difference on two defenses you like this week, look at next week's matchup and maybe get a twofer.
0: One hundred percent. And and New Orleans is not a team that has been widely available through the year. But whenever a team is coming off of bye, check your waivers because and and this is this is just good advice for everyone every week. You look and you're like, okay, my defense is fine. My defense is okay. Still check your defenses on the waiver wire because sometimes you're surprised that the Bears have been dropped because you know of X, Y, or Z. There's always surprising defenses out there. New Orleans will be on a lot of people's waivers coming off the buy my team this week you know is defense versus offense and that's exactly the case here because the Miami Dolphins have yet to not give up a top 12 defense and yes that includes last week with the jets the putrid performance still got the job done the Indianapolis Colts have gotten healthier on defense three of their last four games have been top 12 this is i mean this yeah, is at great- home against Miami fire up your Colts without any hesitation
1: all right. This segment brought to you by Head and Shoulders and Walmart. Head and Shoulders offense for great hair, defense against flakes. Visit Head and Shoulders dot com for your chance to win tickets to Super Bowl Fifty Four. Nice. That'd be fun. Yeah. I want
0: to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> now, if you win, do you get to play in the in, game? In yeah. the
1: game,
2: like just in one snap.
1: Are you gonna have Cheeto fingers? If okay.
2: I know that we would, you're like, ah, oh, dream come true. But if you could actually take one snap, mm. would you? in the Super Bowl, would you take it, knowing you are risking permanent damage to your body, if one of those 300-pound men just decides,
1: well, look at this dude. I'm going to blow him up. <laughs> Yeah, I would definitely do it. You would do it. <laughs> the question is, can you what? be the? Kick, you have to be the kick returner, and you have to take it out of the end zone. Oh no! I would, I would take it out of the end zone to the one and kneel. A one
2: yard kneel. A
0: one yard kneel. <laughs> he,
1: he takes it out,
0: and then just... I would, fl- and then I would fly full, you know, like st- airplane style. Like I just did it. <laughs> oh, I did like celebrate great.
1: like Jamal Williams when he scores for the first time after you're if being you, shut out. If you actually caught the ball.
2: Like you caught an actual that NFL kick step one. Then, then you're no, then I would completely allow Jason to have his airplane situation. Cause I give you a 2% chance that you can catch 2%? that ball.
0: 2% 2%. I can get it done. We got to find an NFL punter, go out and <laughs> film film, you know, me catching some of these punts. I can, I can, well, it's, a, it's
1: a kickoff. Okay. Not that you could catch a punt, like, uh, but I either, mean, either
2: way you realize they take like professional football players in practice and they're like, okay, if you catch this dude's punt, practice is done.
1: That's because, true. They, be, do that li- they, they do that with linemen. they do that with linemen.
2: Right, but those guys are pro- professional football players. they I'm am a prof- professional football analysts. They've been catching footballs their whole life, just in practice. I play catch with my boys almost every <laughs> day, Mike. Just your
1: my six year old yards? giving me that that heater. He's got
0: the heat. <laughs> oh, he gives me the laser, is what we call it. In the oh, is household. that what he, he calls yeah, it? The can, laser. He goes, "Can I do a laser?" Like you know, you can. Son. He's like,
1: let me, he's like, let me put my gloves on <laughs> yeah. first. Oh, is he Teddy B style? No, no, no. He doesn't uh,
0: like he 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 doesn't wear the gloves because because of throwing.
1: No, yeah. i was saying Jason needs them for the to oh ca- you got, you yes. need him to catch. Oh, I the would laser. have so
0: much stick them if we go out there to film. What meet. a catch
1: by Golden Tate last night! Oh Goodness. my god, the one hander. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Nasty. I just thought of that when you said stick them. All right, we want to thank our studio sponsor, Pristine Auction, a signed Derrick Henry jersey yesterday. On auction, $39.16. Hundreds of daily auctions. So you're not waiting weeks to figure out if you won. Great prices. Use the code BALLERS. Holidays and, are coming up. Oh, these are great gifts.
0: Imagine someone got that as a holiday. You're a Titans fan. You got a Derrick Henry signed jersey for 39
1: bucks. They would think you spent $39,000. That's right. That's a little F- more. Fool them. <laughs> uh, PristineAuction.com. We've got a fantasy football playoff. Primer episode tomorrow. You do not want to miss it. Thanks for tuning in, subscribing, listening, supporting the show. Follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers, slash fantasy footballers. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Thank
0: you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com.